Hello and welcome to episode 11 of You Grieving Girl. Today we're going to talk about being grateful and letting go. Uh, over the past week, um, I've just been thinking about things, uh, my parents and people that we had relationships with that I may not necessarily have now or it has ended well or something happened. And I decided to just kind of let it go and really embrace the now. Now, we talk about this all the time, but it can be very difficult, especially when you have had like a negative interaction with someone surrounding uh, your loss or even prior to, for example, maybe you're like me and was a caregiver and people who you thought would be there, friends and family weren't there. And if you're a caregiver, you know that everyone has an opinion about what you're doing. But when you're doing, doing the day to day, it doesn't matter what someone else has to say because they're not, you know, watching their loved one or getting them to appointments or making sure they eat properly. They don't, they're not there. So they don't understand. They are only on the outside looking in. And you may also have uh, thoughts uh, with maybe they didn't support your loved one and like I know my mom and my dad really looked looked out for people and when they were at their worst uh, they didn't always have people looking out for them and that was difficult for me it was difficult for my dad as well but it was really difficult for me to come to terms with uh, certain people in my life who, you know, they weren't there um, or, you know, they didn't visit or they didn't even like call to check in. And it was hard because my mom was such a strong person. And uh, I think it hurt her when some of the relationships um, didn't continue the way. And, you know, they may have had their people... <clears throat> people sometimes have their own issues, um, especially now that I'm grieving and I can understand. Sometimes you don't want to see your loved one ill or uh, in need, especially when you're used to a strong person. But when you're on the receiving end of that or you're supporting someone, it can sometimes feel like abandonment or, well, you didn't care about my loved one anyway. And so I realized that I've actually been holding this for some time. And there there are people, uh, friends and family that I, I haven't spoken to. And as of right now, I, I don't feel like I want to, but at the risk of uh, sounding like, a cliche. It's no point in staying mad about things because 
that person is going on with their life. They're living their life and they're not thinking about you. So that means I'm sitting here mad or or still upset about something that happened in 2015 when years have passed, so many things have happened, changed, I've grown, um, I've had more loss and it's, it's not worth it for you to continue to dwell on these things. You kind of just got to let it go, take it for what it is and move on. And that's not to say that you necessarily want to forget depending on what it was. I, I know for me, there are, are certain people in my life that I can never look at the same. Um, especially like with my mom. I mean, there were people who the entire three years had no contact with her. But then when it comes to the funeral and, you know, be upset and it's kind of like, what? Where were you? when we were struggling, where were you when we needed someone to sit with her? You know, my dad ended up having to retire early because my mom could, she could take care of herself in the beginning. And uh, she was able to be left alone because my dad, he had a really flexible job. But sometimes we just wanted someone, hey, could you sit with her a couple hours you know, while we're going, you know, in case she needed something to eat or just somebody to talk to. And for people who my mother would like give the clothes, clothes off her back to not be there for her, I'll admit I was bitter and I was bitter for a long time. And even now it, it, it still tugs at me a little bit, but as, a part of my healing process, I know that I, I just have to <laughs> kind of move on because they've moved on or they they may not even be thinking about what they did or what you perceived that they did. So, you know, life is too short to be angry all the time. That's what I, that is my mantra, motto, and it's been like that for a little while now. So if you got if you have something that's heavy on your heart, I'm not even saying you don't even have to talk to them. They may not even know. Just let it go. I know it was suggested to me one time to write them a letter, but never send it. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting your thoughts out. I, I write poetry and that's how I'm able to unpack some of the things in my life. So you know what, go for it. it. It may or may not help you, but for your mental and physical, emotional health, I'm just encouraging you, let it go. We don't have time to be worrying about other people. The next thing that I've really, really tried to, and you know, I realized over the years, I haven't necessarily done that after my Mom, I, I feel like I've just been in a fog for a long time. And I mean, I've been able to cope better at, at times, but it was still like a fog. And so now I really realized that I need to be grateful for the things that I do have uh, or, you know, that I've had. And so I've made it my mission to 
every day and it's hard because some days i don't even want to go to bed but try to focus on something to be grateful for whether it's i'm grateful i woke up this morning or i'm grateful that i have a roof over my head and, and lights and, and food because when someone you love dies especially someone who you know was always a part of you or, or you've supported you know it could be you could be losing an extra income like if you're married or if you have adult children that contribute um you may have to move out your home you may have to sell things just to survive so i'm grateful for what i have um and i'm grateful to my mother for just introducing me to the arts when i was little she was definitely a stage mom i was in dance and i could play the keyboard and i took violin and singing lessons and all of those things and i'm grateful that she shared those things with me things that she wanted to do i think and she shared them with me and fostered a love for creative things and going to the museum and we used to go to the library and read and i'm just i'm so grateful for that um and she's all she was always so supportive of whatever i wanted to do and even now like with this channel she would be excited she probably would have popped in by now but she really fostered that love for me and i'm so grateful because i don't know what i where i would be if she hadn't done that uh, and, and along that lines my dad just instilled a love for music for me my father any song and it was so funny because he loved love love motown so i grew up listening to the temptations and Smokey robinson and diana ross and all of those and anything just from those like 60s and 70s i knew and he loved all music and he would watch musicals with me and I, he and then even as i got older he would listen to my radio station and all that kind of stuff like i remember or and then things like that i would have never either done myself or do that he was doing like i remember one time he texted me which is another thing i'm grateful that my dad could text because i unfortunately i don't have my mother's messages but my dad's all kinds of crazy silly messages he learned how to take selfies so i'd be in the middle of work and get a picture from him and he was facetiming and everything so i'm grateful because i can look back at those but i remember one time <laughs> this was i guess this was a, a couple of years ago maybe and he i get a text at work and he was like did you know cardi b got married to offset and i was like first of all how do you even know who that was and he was like i'm hip <laughs> so i have all of those those memories to make me laugh and even now when something comes on and i think of him and i'm just grateful for that and it seems like every time i get in the car because i listen to all kinds of music and i'm actually partial to 
sometimes older music. So if I'm listening to like a oldie station and it seems like every single time I'm in the car, the temptation, a temptation song is going to come on. I'm going to hear Gladys Knight or something. And so every time I hear it, and I didn't know how it was going to be. I thought that every time I heard something by them, it was going to make me sad. But it brings me joy because I know that my father would be singing the whole song word for word and I'd be annoyed. So I'm really grateful for that. Uh, I'm grateful to have two loving parents who raised me to be independent, strong, confident. Um, they helped me and they prepared me for this. Um, even, I mean, my mom, so now it's, it's not really a big deal because people will have kids at like 46 or something, 47. But my mom had me at 38, which, you know, like in the 80s and before, like that was, hey, you're old and all of this stuff. And she had a really difficult pregnancy. Uh, she excuse me, it's spring. She ended up having, um, going into a coma with me and delivering me very early. And, you know, she had like health issues. Like my mom was a type one diabetic, which is a juvenile diabetic. So she knew that her life, um, would probably end up being difficult. And the same thing when she married my dad, she told him all of the things could happen because when she was diagnosed at the time, you know, you've got diabetes, especially type one, the outlook wasn't really that great. And even though all of these advancements, advancements were made, she still, she was too far along um, because she, she had it 46 years. So she prepared me. So when I was little, she would like teach me all of these things. And she would always say, you know, I'm not going to be here forever. And I know that parents say that a lot, but you know, she prepared me for anything. And she said, you know, one day you might come in and my blood sugar might've went too high or too low. And I might be unconscious. And I'm like, oh mom, you know, what are you saying? And all of this kind of stuff. But I realized that those things that she taught me prepared me so that when I lost her at 30, like I'm fortunate I had her and uh, into my adulthood, but she really prepared and helped me. And I wouldn't be able to really weather this storm without the things that my mother taught me and also my father and being able to take care of my father that came from my mother and you know being able to manage a house well and make sure to pay bills on time and not go into an exceeding amount of debt or, and knowing how to pay off balances and do things to you know maintain good credit and things like that. Um, those are invaluable and everyone doesn't get that. And so I'm really grateful to have those experiences. And basically my mom, she taught me everything that she wished she'd known because she lost her, both of her parents by the time she was 11. So she had to learn everything on her own. And so she really taught me um, and my, my siblings just 
you know, how to navigate this world. And I'm, I'm so grateful to her for that. Um, they also were uh, an amazing example of um, a married couple of two people who loved each other dearly. Um, I, I can honestly say I may have seen my parents fight twice in my entire life and you know like an argument and I'm sure with relationships you know you get mad at each other but I never saw that um they worked really hard to uh give me stability and safe and secure and uh I'm grateful for that because as I pursue you know relationships or interact with people I know what to look for and I hopefully will be able to handle myself in the same ways that they did um and again a lot of people don't get that and so I was really really just fortunate blessed to have that um they taught me to never Oh, excuse me. And these allergies are like killing me here. But they taught me to never give up, which helped me through my mom's illness. It helped me with my dad when he was grieving and getting through it. It helped me through this crazy pandemic. It helps me when I just don't want to go on. It helps me to say, hey, listen, this sucks, but you got to do what you got to do. You know, life keeps moving. And they, both of them, helped me um, to just never get up. Um, and, you know, that confidence and everything, I can really just point that, pinpoint that on my parents. So I'm telling you all of this because, again, I want you to think about what you're grateful for from your loved one. Maybe they taught you a good recipe. Maybe they showed you how to dance. Maybe they, you know, instilled a love of, of travel for you or um, embracing other cultures. Or maybe they showed you how to love. And even if there, you may have had a strained relationship with them, you still learn something. You might have learned that you never wanted to be that way or, or you learned how to communicate better with others. So there's always something to look for and to be grateful for. And if you look for those things, you'll find them and they'll help you through that grieving process. You'll start to feel better um, and you'll realize that even though times are really difficult for you right now, there's something that you can look at to make you feel just a little warmer inside and maybe make it hurt less at that at that moment, even though it seems impossible. And sometimes, you know, you feel like I feel like it sometimes. I, I mean, I'm what am I going to be grateful for? Grateful to have no parents. But when I, I really start thinking, there's so much to be grateful for. And by you still being here, you have the opportunity to keep your loved one's memory alive. And that's what I, I try to do on a regular 
basis. So you can be grateful that you have those memories and you're able to create those these new memories that that you'll that they would feel happy about. I really live my life in a way that I want my parents to, if they could see me now, be proud of me and be like, okay, she was listening. She might have had a hard head when she was a, a kid or a teenager, but look at that that woman she's become. And that's um what helps me to just just cope and keep it going. So for now, um, I just want you to keep thinking of your loved ones and what you're grateful for. And your get it guided girl guidance today, if you didn't guess, was to be grateful. You know, let go of the past and all of those things and just focus on those those good things that you would never have either learned, accomplished anything without the love and support of that person that you're missing. Don't dwell on the negatives, even if sometimes sometimes you don't feel like there's anything to be grateful for. Don't beat yourself up because eventually it will come to you and hopefully offer you some relief. Um, and don't be surprised how it impacts you. You know, when I hear the temptations on the radio, I laugh, I sing, I'm so happy. And then other times I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss my dad. So grateful, being grateful can mean a lot of things. And as you know, on this journey, so many emotions. So you kind of got to take the happy ones with the sad ones and the angry ones and all of those things. And my tip is when I get upset or I think about someone who I feel has wronged me or one of my parents or loved ones, I start focusing on the grateful. And okay, this happened, but what am I going to do to make sure this doesn't bother me? Because I don't want negativity uh, bugging me down. So just do that and hopefully it will help clear your mind and your heart and just bring a calmness about you so that you can navigate this road because it's, it's crazy and you need bright spots to look at. So that's it for me today. I just want to remind you, please, please, please uh, share it with others or, or people that you really feel like it would help. Um, people have really appreciated uh, those of you who have shared and because um, they, they message me and just tell me how it impacts them. And I, I love that I'm able to make a difference. And so we're on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. We have our group, uh, You Grieving Girl group on Facebook that you can, you know, just share what's on your mind and with like-minded people. So with that, thank you so much. And remember, You Grieving Girl.